Welcome to another episode of the Amateur Experts. Joining us today is the one, the only, John Jordy Herring Heimer Schmidt <laughs> the third. The third. Also known as Jordy around the office. Jordy, what did you bring us? Because you chose this specifically as this your favorite whiskey. Courtesy of Bo Diddle, Yellowstone, because I've never seen the show before. <laughs> We're going to pour this one up. My, right. parent, my parents love it, though. How much? How much you put Do in here? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to pour. Like that much? Not enough. There you go. With my single cube, <laughs> your one square ice cube. Ooh, it smells really good. All right, inaugural clink. Oh, before you sip. Cheers. Oh yeah. Hey, really not bad. Usually, that's I'm just good. Like, Nice. I've got some notes here, sir. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go through. I thought we were going to free ball. I mean. We already are. Are you not? I always free ball. I rarely wear underwear. I've been wearing underwear the past three years, probably. You have not worn underwear the past three no years. No point. No point to wear underwear. First and foremost, I would like to know what goes on in the mind of a graphic designer. A graphic artist, a a portrayer of the arts. I guess it, d- don't make it worky. Be be real. I guess it would depend on what I'm doing. Um, like usually, if you know something really good's going on, I'm very you know in tune with it. Something bad's going on, I'm usually staring at something, thinking of something that's not going on. Uh. But I don't know. I mean, what do you mean? Like when I'm planning something now, you're talking about when I'm actually at work or I or would what? say, let's say you're coming up with a concept. Okay. Because we've seen some fantastic concepts come through. And it's like, I didn't think about that. You didn't think about that. We just needed this one thing. For instance, we needed Bo's, uh, Bo's deal, right? Mm-hmm. Came up with the logos and all the stuff. And it's just off the wall, cool, gritty, grindy. Where do you get that? Is it inspiration? Do you just beat your head against the wall until it comes yeah, out? Yeah, like usually I'll just think about something, and then the first thing that pops in my head is usually what I'll kind of build off of that. And I'll kind of go on like the vibe of what I'm looking at. So when you think of like Bo Diddle's whiskey, he has a beard. He's pretty like Americana, you know, so you kind of just run with that. Um, but I don't know, like the Amateur Experts podcast, like Alex is super – Suave, sexy when he talks. So I was thinking of like a nice 1950s dude come over. Suave. Oh, yeah. Suave. Should I do a comb over? Yeah. Just buzz a bald spot real quick. Yeah. Nice little, nice little, uh, I don't even know what it's called. Fade up. Yeah. Fade. <laughs> I've, I've had four haircuts in my lifetime. I don't know what the, yeah. That shit is. We'll yeah, overlay some pictures right now of when Jordy started. And I have a very specific photo of that that I want to show versus where he went to and now where we have returned from no i think i've literally had three cuts since i've been here and quarantine kind of got me in a bad uh you know because i would just grow it out five months cut it five months and i was just on that cycle so it'd be like cut it kind of above the ears and go to the shoulders cut it (laughs) that's kind of that's the cycle i'm on i'm still i'm still on it actually you guys just saw me get a haircut two weeks ago so next one will be in a few months yeah You've done a lot here, and one of the cool things that we got to experience was getting freaking married. I would like you to walk us through that experience because... Yeah, that was my best memory here. Like, whenever people, whenever I talk about that I'm moving or something, they're like, well, what about your job, your cool job, you flying around on planes? I'm like, yeah, I know, dude. That's like the really? only thing that wanted me to stay in Arkansas. And, um, like and you're leaving stories, when we get the good plane. I know. And this is one of the stories, too. Like, I'll tell people is like, yeah, they even like helped me propose and I'll go into it. And it was just like, well, because first I was going to do it whenever we were going on our snowboard trip, like in December. And like, I never plan stuff out and I wait to the last minute. You guys don't know about that, but that's what I do. And uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to ask some local down there, a pretty spot. And I just ended up, I don't know. Actually, actually, you know what did happen? And Haley's here, my wife Haley, but um, I was asking for her parents' blessing, and I thought she overheard it, but she she didn't really overhear it. But it looked, didn't happen. Yeah, it you really told awkward. me what, what was the situation. I mean, you were literally 
on the other side of a door well, in like a hallway closet. When I first talked to him, I was talking to him outside and Haley was doing something in the car and she walked up and I was like, stop, 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 stop. I was like, get away. And she's like, what? Like kind of hurt by it, you know? And I was like, and then later that night, trust me, Amber was really excited. Her mom and I was talking, we like met some, like we had like all her family over and their parents for Christmas. And there's 20, like 25 people there. And we found like some secluded spot in this hallway and I'm like talking to him, like, yeah, so the ring, da da da. Cause like they wanted me to use like this family ring, really nice that, you know, her grandmother gave her or something. And then we were sitting there talking about it. And literally in this little bathroom to the side is where Haley's using the bathroom and she overhears it all. And like we hear her flush and like we see her like come out. We're like, there's, she, there's no way she heard that. But she ended up hearing about it. Cause she, I could tell she was kind of acting weird. And yeah. then before the trip, I was like, I don't know, I don't want to do this. I feel like she kind of knows. I want to surprise her. I don't really have it planned out. Like the only spot I had picked out was like this bridge. I don't even know if it was accessible because of the dead of winter. So I was like, I'm not doing this shit. I'm not doing it now. I didn't feel right. And then she was super, last day of the trip, she was super bummed out. And I could tell she's like, I thought you were going to the Aww. So, and this was how far from, from snowboard disaster oh, to actual engagement was? I think that December. And then I got, I started working here come February. I thought that happened while you were here. No. Dang. I don't think so. That was a no, month span. I honestly probably, I don't know. Regardless. It, so It was a minute though. And then we, uh, and then yeah, summer comes around and we had like this plan. Yeah. So what was the plan? We're going to overlap our little secret footage that we have, which is fantastic. Oh, cool. Well, okay. Yeah. I'll just let you tell the story. Sorry. Um, Shut up now. Yeah. So I kept, I mean, it was like two months before I kept being like, yeah, I don't know what to do. And then it was like, yeah, man, well you should do this and we should just fly here, do something. And it was like, I kept going like, you know, yes, no, weeks yeah, here no. and I just forgot about it or didn't do it. And I just, you know, cause that's just how I do, do things sometimes. And, um, and then we finally kind of got it planned out. Cause I was like, okay, I need to, I need to do this thing. Cause you know, I just wanted to do it. And so, um, I mean, I don't even know how it started. Like, I'm pretty sure Justin emotion. was like, "Get in here right now! I have an idea or something." Yeah, because we like, were we were deciding on where to fly, and then well, because I kept putting a yeah. bug in Haley's head that like, because she hadn't even been up in the airplane anyways. Like, she's only flown commercial. Yeah, and um, I was like, "No, it's super cool. You like you're a lot close to the ground. You know, you like you feel like you're you know in something doing something fun." She's like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that." And so I was like, "Hey, me, Alex, and Justin want to take you to this cool restaurant and right. uh." uh Pine. I can't remember where we said. I forget where it was. Yeah, some know, was some like airport <laughs> cafe. Hey, you want to come with us for a random yeah. mid afternoon chicken fried steak? Yeah, and so yeah, there was no sure. Yeah, and usually she picks up like whenever I'm bullshit, and she's usually pretty good at picking up on stuff. Yeah. She had no idea, and she even admitted that she had no idea. Perfect, good. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is working out. But no, they even like so they're like, what do you you know what do you guys cook? And like the first meal I cooked for Haley was like you know just. Big steak, twice baked potatoes, and like some greens. And you guys cooked the steak and everything and had it all <laughs> in this these big coolers, by the way, which are really hard to get out of the back of an airplane. So we went through a meticulous process of here's the flap on the back. Mm -hmm. On the 206, there's this little lever. You have to pull up the lever and get that. Anyway, keep that in mind. Circle through the rest. What's a lever? <laughs> It's a cantilever, a lever, lever. Oh, lever. Come on. I call it lever. <laughs> Pull that lever right there and get the seats down. But yeah, she was here. We we had it all like, you guys looked nice, so it wasn't like, you know, it actually looked like we were going somewhere, and she looked nice, I looked nice. And then, uh, yeah, we just took off, and we were flying, and she was like, I mean, she kind of found it weird that we had the stuff in the back, like the coolers and stuff, but she didn't, like, see it at first. Yeah. But she definitely saw it whenever I was, like, I was trying to get that, so yeah. well, we were trying to like package everything and like shove as much in like one as we could. Mm -hmm. And we we're like, we put it all in. It's like, okay, close the doors, open them up and smell and then close it. And then like, can you tell that there's like food and all this stuff up in here? Cause it was all like right in the kitchen and then straight out. So, but first we dropped you off. No, mm -hmm. we all went there first. Yeah. Scoped no, it out. Y'all set it up. Came it back. Awesome. Yeah. And then back and then back again. Yeah, and you guys even had it pat out. You guys, you guys like sprayed for uh, what what was in the grass? What was the bugs in the grass, Steve? I remember you got on ticks and stuff. Yeah, ticks. Yeah, ticks. Arkansas ticks are really bad here, apparently. And you guys were like, yeah, don't walk in that in that grass. <laughs> and like, 
I was so flustered from trying to get that damn cooler out. I just like trudged straight through all the ticks. <laughs> so we get out, and Justin and I are up front, and we're like, it's totally cool. I mean, like, clearly we're landing at Petty Jean Mountain, so there's not, I mean, it's just, it's literally just reserved for pilots, so there's nobody there. We're landing. I don't know what was going through Haley's head of like, where the hell are we going? What's happening? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, all right, obviously when we land, it's going to be awkward, so we're just going to sit in the front and let Jordy get out and, and do his thing. And so we're sitting there, we stop, and we're like, okay, Jordy, go for it. You know, we're just kind of kind of chilling. <laughs> and side door opens, and we're not even turning around. And we just hear this, the whole thing shaking, we're looking at you, like, what is going on? Yeah, dude, I was just trying to bruise, because I was, bla- at this point, I was blacked out. <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Anyway, well, not- you got it all out. You guys went over, and it was really cool. We have some cool. No, yeah, it was awesome. The food was still hot. And um, we had some wine. The bugs weren't even that bad. And it was, like, nice and quiet. You know, we're right by the, you know, I think it was, like, a lake or river. I don't, you know, I still don't know this place. Right, but, like, I don't know. It was gorgeous. Y'all were just, like, flying over. I don't even know what y'all did. Were y'all just doing passes or something or just flying around? Uh, I think we came back here. I don't remember exactly what we did. I think we came back here, waited a little bit or did something, and then ended up coming on back. But uh, that goes down, down in the books. We'll have uh, some footage and photos and stuff over there oh yeah dude that was i mean that was awesome i couldn't believe it like when i was telling my parents that, they're like what oh my gosh that's awesome i was seeing them the videos like i mean it was like surreal and like and, you know Haley really enjoyed it you know that's something that and that's kind of why i didn't want to do it in colorado you know because it just didn't feel like you know something that she deserved it like i didn't want to half-ass <laughs> and i was like this is i'm aborting this mission <laughs> So, uh, let's talk about D&T for a little bit. You're obviously not going to be here full-time anymore. We're moving off to bigger, better things. We'll see. Still hanging out for some some other things. I'll be living in a van down by the river. (laughs) We'll airdrop you some some goodies. (laughs) Uh, What's the worst thing that ever happened here? And what's the best thing that ever happened here? The worst thing that ever happened here? I don't know. Not a bunch of that. I'm trying to think. Either the worst or the hardest part about it. I mean, we do a bunch of stuff with a very limited crew, and that's what makes it really cool and special, but also hectic and terrible at sometimes. I mean, it's one of those questions uh, like, what's your favorite song? Like, it's like something that sometimes you think you have an answer for, then you actually think about it on the spot. You can't think of it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a time. I mean, when you first started, for instance, was there at any point you were like, nope, this was a bad idea? Oh, no, because this was like the first job I've ever had where you kind of had freedom to kind of do with what the project, what you will, because usually it was like, um, you know, like my first job is usually working in-house for one company. So you just had like, like if, say if I worked for Bo Diddle, I would just be doing Bo Diddle stuff. And so I, I this is my first time I actually worked at an agency where you could kind of, um, you know, problem solve your own problems, you know, do you know, any, anything you wanted, you know, if you wanted to, you know, you could do anything. Yeah. You could literally do anything. If you had an idea and, um, you know, it semi made sense, they would let you run with it. You know, it's just, it, well, was, it was one of the coolest. Okay. Know, so take that and let's circle back to the first question of what goes on through a design process. So you're hitting it of, you have the freedom to create and all that, but you don't just mm-hmm. do things cause you think they look cool. Right. Yeah. You, you there's thought process. That oh yeah. There's it. always a purpose in like, there's always something, you know, if I'm doing, you know, example, like a Bank of England animated cover or something for a magazine, you always want to run with the theme of what the magazine is, you know, and what you think would, what would work. And you always want to make something that makes somebody stop and look at something yeah. or something that's really original. Someone's like, wow, they actually, you know, cause you don't want it to look like a generic, like Fiverr logo or Fiverr set. You want to, you want to make it look like it's, you know, well-rounded and it's actually creative. Um, yeah. you know, makes, make somebody think that, you know, it, it, you want to elevate your client who did this, you know, and you want when people to look at it they're like, wow, that's kind of, that's actually badass or something, you know? So, yeah. um, does it ever hit you weird? Like I know for video at first it was like, wow, we went, we shot, we took something that was just people turn it into a story and people actually enjoy it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to get to see that end project. Yeah. I mean, when you step back. Do you have a rough guess of how many magazines were printed on your behalf? 
how many pieces of artwork were published and yeah, posted. I don't know. Like when we were talking, when me and like Megan were getting together and we were looking at, you know, when we were hiring somebody else, we we're like, well, how many like graphics do you think we do like monthly from now? And it was like, we we're kind of looking at it and it was like, dude, we're in the thousands, you know? So it's like, yeah. I mean, there's a, a there's bunch two of, of you. content out there. Yeah. There's two of you. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, it's, um, you know, work fast, but also work, you know, that's kind of the, yeah. To be a designer, like you could spend, you know, a year on one thing, but it's not worth it if you're taking a, a long time. So, yeah. um, did you ever have a weird, I mean, to see like a printed copy of what you came up with in your hands and that's going to be distributed literally across the nation or. Yeah, that was super, this was probably like, I've had stuff printed before the place I worked at, you know, minor, you know, product. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the first places I worked at that had an impact larger than just a small little niche of you know whoever was involved in the community or you know the small company like like dnt you know they do stuff that like you know pattern master i mean there's a hundred thousand people that are going to be you know looking at your stuff so i mean it was it was a little psyched out when we were first talking about you know stuff like that yeah or how many you know how many you know bank of england branches all across the united states so i mean it was, it kind of freaked me out at first i was like damn you know it's like this yeah, is for real yeah this is yeah. Real, this is big boy stuff so, I mean, that's one of the things too, like, um, you know, DNT was so, like, I just learned so much. I feel like I grew so fast here just because, you know, there's this, you have freedom, but also you have to kind of hone it to be on that level of, you know, nationwide, an actual sure. le- legit publication, legit, you know, business, yeah. you know, cause you know, people are counting on you to, you know, make a difference. It's, it's a lot different than just working in house for somebody. You know, you actually, because they don't have to use DNT media, you know, they can, they can use whoever. So, so um, just to take a slight marketing turn from what we're talking about, I mean, you gave presentations, we went and did this whole trip deal to some of these clients and all this mm -hmm. stuff talking about personal branding and marketing and all that stuff. And that's kind of what I'm hitting at with the other one of, it's not just willy nilly, right? I mean, it does take personal creative inspiration i guess to come up with something that's completely new or different that people don't see but still conforming to a style guide or to certain policies at something so i mean what what are your words of wisdom as far as personal marketing and self-branding and self-image and all that stuff is it consistency is it simplicity what's what's your thought on that when like personal branding you always, of course, I think consistency consistency would be the most important thing. But also, I mean, if you're consistent consistently posting, um, you know, something that's generic, like you know, almost like like it's they can definitely tell like just, you're just being content. a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just like, you know, you you definitely have to come up with a way to kind of put your own spin on it, just so when people actually, um, you know, take the time to you know trust you and and use your your you know use you. And they meet you in person. They you kind of want to be, you know, they don't want to be a totally different person. Or, um, you know, I guess best case scenario, they would go to you and they'd be like, "Oh, this guy's so cool." You know, why? Why? You know, he comes off as so and so in his in his ads. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I would just say, I mean, it's so corny, but be yourself. But yeah. I guess there's a way to say it differently. But sure, um, consistency is key for sure. Yeah. I would say above all else, but also don't be a nerd. <laughs> Don't be a square man. Yeah, don't don't. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't yeah. know. No, I know what I, you mean. If I knew how to market myself, you know, I'd you know, I'd be on TikTok, you know, doing Fortnite dances and making millions of dollars too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Circle back. Give me your sixty second spill of growing up. Where's home? Obviously, Oklahoma guy. Would mm-hmm. you make that freaking however long that drive is? Seems like every week. Yeah. For yeah, that I grew up in Southwest Oklahoma, uh, Altus, Oklahoma. We were like. 15 minutes away from the border of texas so and like i mean it was just desert basically is what it felt like like open plains we just grew cotton um you know i went to a school with uh you didn't grow cotton though no (laughs) no i I would literally i wouldn't be able to breathe my allergies are so bad (laughs) that's why i was like i kind of moved out of there and like or when i'd go visit florida for the first time with like my buddy and his family i was like oh i can actually this is how humans breathe i can function Uh, but uh no i mean uh, i graduated with like 300 kids in my class maybe less um but altus was cool there was i mean one of my favorite things about altus is uh i would say 
I don't know. I had this art teacher, Mr. Avila, and he was like so involved with the students and it would kind of be a safe haven, you know, if you had the kids that weren't like doing good in school or like problem childs, they'd be almost put in his class and it'd just be a place for him. But, you know, he didn't care. But also there was the people who were actually serious about art. But, you know, you'd say something like, Mr. Avila, I think I want to do stuff like with T-shirts. You'd get like a grant, you know, and get, you, you know, stuff to make Whoa. T-shirts, you know. And it was like, I mean, Altus Public Schools, you know, super, yeah. you know, you didn't have a lot of the art department, didn't have a whole lot of, you know, great supplies and stuff like that. But, I mean, he kind of made it work. So he kind of gave me the freedom to explore just – you know, whatever I wanted to do. And so that's kind of where I kind of learned about graphic design. Cause I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I literally, if there was something else I had to do in school, like I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the, I wouldn't be able to do regular homework. I just would not be able to do it. I'd have to go into like some like blue collar trade or something, I think. Cause um, what, what would you do? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I don't know what else <laughs> I would be doing. I don't know. Like if, if I was born 200 years earlier, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know what the hell I would be doing. Uh, Thank goodness for graphic design. Yeah. Um, but no, this is a cool kind of, you know, mix between, you know, a practical use of it. You're not selling paintings on the side of the road, but also you're, you're kind of, and also just what I learned, you know, especially being around you guys, Justin is kind of how to, you know, like how to interact with people, um, you know, what works uh like selling stuff that's been kind of intriguing me the past year especially being with you guys um so I don't know, maybe i'd go into something like that i mean i like talking yeah. to people i like being around people so um maybe something with that but i, I definitely like that part about um you know th this kind of stuff so um sales and customer interaction yeah and all that stuff yeah so we talked about what the worst thing was. What was was there any point here? Talk about the good or the bad, but then talk about the good as well. Was there ever like a either an aha moment or a certain project that got you super fired up or something that launched or something? What was what was the the best part? And it might just be like an ongoing thing. But what was we talked about? What was I don't know. Bad, I just remember, especially when I first started here, like. Um, I don't know. There was, I, I can't pin it to one thing, but I was like, it was to the point where I was texting like some of my friends and stuff. I was like, dude, you like need to hear these guys talk. Cause like the way Justin would talk about, um, I don't know. He was just talking about, he would just get me so fired up. Like I would just be like, God dang. Like, I don't know. Like it was almost like, uh, I'm ready to go to war. Let's yeah, do this. Dude, Wait, I don't know ready, what I'm doing. Hang on. Ready to run through a wall. So yeah. I don't know. Like that. So like, it was passionate about something that was like, cause but I've never experienced that in the workplace before. Yeah. Usually it was like you clock in, clock out or like, um, you know, when you work for companies like, Oh, great job. And it was like, I don't know. I'll see you tomorrow. This is the first time like this place is like, I don't know. It, it usually, and it, it depends on, I guess who fall, like it falls on the right ears. But, um, you know, I don't see how, especially if like you're used to sports, like, you know, like football or something like, kind of has that i don't know but it was just very cool um yeah you know charismatic type of place yeah yeah steve and justin they got it going on so so you play sports mm -hmm. in in school and all this stuff yeah teamwork driven all that fun stuff mm -hmm. then you come to a place like this which is like well even in sports like tiny like in high school i wasn't like i don't i don't watch sports outside like i loved playing sports but i don't want like i couldn't tell you who's on what team I don't keep up with, like, I can't even, like, I love playing video games and stuff. I can't even watch, like, professional, like, but I love playing them. Yeah. And it's so, like, my friends are like, oh, you don't know who blah, blah, blah is? I'm like, I have no clue. Not a clue. It just doesn't, but I loved playing <clears throat> with them. But I think what I loved about it was, like, the sports was okay, and I was always decent at them. You know, I never really, like, but I mainly just did it, like, to hang around my friends, basically. Um, so, I mean, that's what I love the most about, you know, playing sports yeah. and things like that. So, well, you go from the sports playing that kind of coaching, mm -hmm. leadership, teamwork, yeah. all that stuff. Then you come to a place like D and T, which is like, I mean, when you started, when you were here, I don't think Jeff was here at the time. I think it was just Lane and Michael. So we had two, two, uh, programming yeah, guys, you, two development. Lane, Michael, Steve, Justin, and me. That was it. That was it. Was that ever stressful of, like, we have to do all of this with just these losers? I mean, at the time, it didn't. Like, whenever I go back and I talk to, like, I don't even remember who I was talking to. Maybe it was 
maybe it was Jeff or something. I was like, yeah, me and Alex used to go shoot the video and then we'd edit the video. <laughs> yeah. And also I was the graphic designer. And then yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but I go back, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what we did. I totally forgot about that. I remember being. And well, I, I mean, also we did grow a lot. Like you guys are pumping out a ton of videos now, but I mean, yeah. even then, I mean, it was just like. It was fun though. Yeah, I forgot about fun. that. So you came on board primarily for graphic design, uh huh, but also to help pitch in for video work and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I think the most vivid memory that I have with us was that janky ass hotel that we had in Sarasota, Florida, mm-hmm. because that was the first hotel that I was allowed to book. And they were like, "All right, you need to start doing this because you are a freaking twenty-seven-year-old and you need to book a hotel room." It's like. Not a problem. Yeah. Got this. Google, hotels. I'm like, why would I spend $200 a night when I can spend $97 a night? The photos look great. There's a bed. We'll be fine. Yeah. So we show up, and I don't know if you remember, but we show up, and this is the one that we're like, hey, you guys will do a bookend, uh, like a, a weekend deal. Y'all go shoot Thursday, Friday with this this client, this client. Mm-hmm. Take the weekend. Mm-hmm. Saturday, come home Sunday. It's like, sweet, let's do this. So it was Sarasota, right? It was the Daiquiri Bar and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 And we show up to this hotel room and uh, <laughs> it's right by the airport. And we've got like, you know, Hampton Inn and Suites over here and the this and this. And then we have the Witch's Shack right in the middle. Oh. And that's our hotel room. And I'm like, oh, no, what did I do? So we're like going down this scary ass windy road. And we pull up and we walk in and the AC's out. And this is Sarasota, Florida. Middle no, there's no AC, and there's a guy in like a wife beater holding a cigarette. He's like, Trina, get my damn bag. And then there was like, you get to see, I was like, I look to my him. left, and it's like breakfast, and it has a brown sack, and it has a granola bar, and an apple in it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I Alex, forget. what are we doing? And then we go into our like, room. But look at the money we're saving, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're saving so much money. And then we, the bathroom is like a sliding wooden door. I was like, what? That the didn't fuck close. Is this place? It didn't close. It was one of those pocket doors, and it was like, just it would it would close halfway and then like bind down or yeah. drag or something. And there's always people hanging outside the hotel and like yeah, like it was the same. The like, same couple was oh, always shit, out there, dude. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> thankfully, room AC was working. Main hotel was not. I learned my lesson of uh, of that, but I do remember like our flight out of Little Rock. I think you had some huge project going on. I don't know if that's when like Muse was starting. Or no, the, it was uh, it was Bank of England magazine. It was like a. Uh, Oh, we still do. It's like an online magazine we do every uh, the muse uh, every quarter. The muse. Yeah, the magazine. The yeah, magazine. and there's something that needs to change. I'm sure I misspelled something. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know what it is. I there's spell check. I mean, there's some that just hey, gets my. But Steve, was, I think it was Steve was like, there. You have uh, six misspelled words. <laughs> you piece of shit. I need to change this. And so. Yeah, I was like, dude, I had the files. I don't know where the file, files with me. And then yeah. I think you had to recreate some of the pages. And I just felt so, like. I remember looking at we, we were connecting in Charlotte. Went from here, Little Rock, Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then down to Fort Walton was our first stop. And I remember being at the airport and you were like phone blowing up, this, that, mm. this, that. And I was getting all the text messages and I left to go use the bathroom, grab a coffee, whatever. We're at this stupid long layover. And I come back, and Jordy is like fetal position, just like well, yeah. And plus, there's, this crushed human. There's only that happens too because you're on a you get a serious adrenaline rush because you have like <laughs> Justin be like what the and then you have Steve like you God dang it. and then you're like trying to get this like, like <sighs> and then you're like sitting there therefore I was like sitting there like convulsing and you just kind of like quiet down after it's all said and done. You just you're just sitting there. I felt so Dude. bad. Well, I know everybody. You know, it's just like something you just. It, well, it was the start of a new project. Yeah, right. I mean, you were, it was. You were building the yeah. bases. You had all this going on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I think I took a picture, and I'll try to find it. And see if I still have it. I was like, "Gosh, dang, this guy." I mean, but it was early stages of the project, right? And then mm-hmm. from there, it was just so much better, and it was just a learning experience and all this other stuff for everybody. Yeah. Um, that that stood out for sure. Is like, man, this is this is serious. And but that's the thing. You had that to juggle. You're Tag along well, with but, me. To I go mean, shoot that video. was a, that was the biggest learning curve for me here because usually it was like um, the amount of work at other jobs was like low, and I could just like crank something out. And usually, first time I'd get it, you know. And so when you add on top of like volume, plus you have to be in charge of you know making sure you're managing the clients, keeping up with them. And then you put on top of um, you know you have to do great work, which is good. It's just kind of like 
forges you in the fire. But like, yeah, I was just so used to, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, like if I, you could just do it once, I don't know. It was just very different. Very, it was like a whole another level. So it was like, yeah. I mean, I still, I mean, struggle, you know, so it's just something I'm always going to struggle with organization um, and all, everything that comes with that, the personality I have, it's just like, it, I'm going to be fighting it for a long time. <laughs> it's, I'm not done yet. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> nah, no, it's, it's, I mean, ask Haley, we're moving this week and dude, it's all over the place. I mean, we got under control now, but I mean, it was just like, she's like, we're not waiting till the last minute this time. And I'm like, "Uh, yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you. We got this. Yeah. Well, the stuff that has come through here since you've been here has just been mind blowing. And I would, I've been in, you know, Justin's office, Steve's office or whatever, talking about something. And all of a sudden he's like, damn it. I hate that guy. Like, what? What's going on? He's like. You see this beautiful thing he just built? I just <laughs> hate him so much. How can that be so good? How can this look like this? But, yep, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, but I mean, you've done you've done magazines, you've done billboards, you've done website designs, you've done social media graphics, you do video editing, you do interviews with. I mean, you have to jump from financial world to shotgun world to photo whiskeys mm-hmm. to all this how do you jump from one client to the other and completely i mean completely none of them share anything in common other than effective advertising but how hard is that to do that mental shift from one to the other i i think that kind of works better for me than if i was just stuck on one thing yeah like and you know sometimes if like if like the co- like um the coding office comes in like hey jordy we actually need this part of the website and that sounds more fun to me i'll be like oh, i want to work on that <laughs> I'm work on that. I'm gonna work on this. You know, it's like, but I I do like jumping around to stuff. Like that's just how I am. Like, I, I'm the type of guy. Like if I had to clean the house, I would do some of the dishes, and I would go and fold some of the laundry. Then I'd go back and put the dishes in there, and I'd go and put the laundry up. And I I would not just like I everything. I I like up. it better that way. But I mean, yeah. I get so I guess whenever I get to kind of change it up, um, and do stuff like that, I I just I just think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So different like clients and stuff. I don't. I don't know. I just like that. Last last question on here, and I'll leave it to the floor if anyone else has anything. But overall, what's how how do we function? And you've you've already answered this a lot, but mm-hmm. how do we function? And hopefully, how how has that changed how you function and taking that forward onto bigger and better stuff? Um, like, so the culture at DNT pretty much like it all relies on other people. Um, so if one person's slacking or one person has going on, you can immediately tell if something's going on with them or if they're having struggle with something. Cause then if something starts bumping then everybody, you know, everybody else can see it's it, like, it's real fast. People can tell. So, yeah. um, you definitely have to, um, you know, you just got to be on it or else you're screwing somebody else up. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's easy to tell like someone's going, you know, you can just, you can just tell if someone's like having trouble with the project or, you know, they're going through something personally. Um, you know, you have to make sure, you, you know, you pick them up, but also you have to be on your game too. So, um, it's kind of just like, a, I don't know, everybody, everybody does their own thing to kind of help everybody else. Um, you know, cause DNT is a, is a smaller you we the amount of stuff we do you would think that we're like big a huge agency but it's yeah. only you know well like we got like 10 10 ish yeah. usually around 10 people yeah. um i mean it's just insane so everybody has to be on their game um you know so i mean i, I think that's the biggest key is just kind of accountability be accountable for your fellow man so yeah um i mean I know, and that's the culture here and it's honestly if you it if you're if that's not the way you're thinking, then you know stuff starts to mess up real fast, and you yeah. can just tell real quick. Dream job? What are, what are you what are you making? What are you doing? Are, uh, are we... to, on dream job? I mean, I don't know. I've been <clears throat> I don't know lately. I've been really getting into like uh, you know the the dumbass crypto stuff, the Web three. You confuse me so bad with your NFTs. Yeah, and, and also like branding, stuff. branding. Like if so, my I would love if someone just came to me and was like, dude, I have an idea for. You know, like a whiskey company, and I don't, I don't know where to start. Like, if they, I, it would be better off they didn't even have a name. You know, <laughs> I like coming up with 
name, cool logo. Like I would like to build everything around it and make it look as cool as like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, I've done some freelance work in the past where people are just like very picky and things like that. I've, I feel like if I would just have, I basically just branding. Yeah. I like branding, branding sure. stuff. So coming up with projects like from the ground up. So, I mean, if there was a way to kind of just, you know, do that, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, man, managing, I guess I, I'm not a very good man. I'm not very, I can, I can, any, I can't even manage myself most of the time. It's like, if you give me like a team of people, it's like, you know, good luck guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. we're all screwed. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. So, I mean, I think, you know, working with a team, it would just be more of like, if I was in a management position, have somebody that kind of, you know, was sure. organized with me. I would have to be kind of a dual thing. I mean, I don't know. Dream uh, job. I, I don't know what that looks like. You know, I, I don't know. I, it's it's a co- conglomeration of everything. Yeah. You're I, mean, a, I don't know. A force to be reckoned with. <laughs> well, those are some badass shoes. I'm an idiot trying to pour a <laughs> bottle of whiskey with the top still on. Is this disgusting? Are you just having the worst time ever? I'm chasing it with this. Well, my, mix it in. Pour I promise in I'm not a douchebag. Just zero sugar monster. Pour some in. That's my favorite one. Oh, you actually pour monster in there? I'll Have you ever done Red Bull with uh, freaking vodka? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. We'll try this. This might be an awful idea. It's fizzling. There's green smoke coming out of skulls. <laughs> the underworld rises from Jordy's cup. Well, that's right. not bad. I'd like to take a second to talk about something that happened. Um, You are officially Jordy Herring, a triathlete. <laughs> you are a triathlon beast. I will preface the story, and I will let you take it from there. Uh, someone is big into fitness mm-hmm. and it plays a huge part into how you function and work and think and everything. And it has completely other than recently. I mean, it is, it is so good. It is so good. So when you try something, let's just freaking go all in. Yeah. So, Hey, you would like to run. That's cool. Let's try the swimming thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, why not go for a freaking triathlon? So yeah. collectively as a group, uh, as as a company, we form what we lovingly call the Cobras. <laughs> Probably a future podcast to come. Yeah, uh, centered around a single person, which is fantastic. <laughs> so we spent many a morning getting up super early, jumping in a freezing ass pool, uh, swimming, uh, drowning, running, all this stuff because we have all geared up for a triathlon. So please tell me about this triathlon, a sprint triathlon. Uh, tell me about the triathlon experience. That well, we first of all, the triathlon hit. So I don't know if it's um like something with ADD or something, but I get I'll get a I'll get a hobby, and I'm obsessed with it for about two months. Is about sure. how long it lasts. Like yeah. I'm the same way. Like whenever uh, we're doing the overlanding stuff, like Justin got the overlanding tent. Like right before that, it just happened to me. I was super into yeah overlanding. We get the F one fifty. I all... sold my car. I got me a truck. I was like, dude, overlanding. I want to go camping. We're I want to live this. in the woods. Yeah. And like I'm scared to take my trash out at night in the dark. So like, how the how am I supposed to camp over? You know, I'm going to the top of a mountain. Yeah, Haley, dude, will I'll you get, please I'll get super me. into like like I was super into uh, guns, and uh, it was like, Jordy, what do you want for your wedding present? And freaking, you guys got me an AR-15. I was like, hell yeah, I got an <laughs> AR-15. And how many times yeah, has that been exactly. fired? So I, it just happened to fall in. We were talking about, you know, getting fit, which obviously, you know, I've always kind of, you know, off and on, you know, high school sports. Right. Like, right, right, it's right, important. Right. I know it's important. I, I enjoy doing it when I'm doing it. But it's like one of those things if you skip one or two days, oh, dude, you're, you're never screwed. coming back. Yeah. And like, Especially I mean, if you it was miss something a like. Month. Yeah, and sometimes I'll get derailed if I was like, man, I'm, I'm behind on a project. I'm coming in a couple of days early. And it's just like, there's no going back. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. It's just it's just how it is. You miss two days at the gym, <laughs> you're, you're never going back. Yeah. And um, I mean, you could start over, but you're literally from so the So, like, Justin and Justin was showing his videos. I was like, dude. Like, I was like, this is my new hobby. Like, That's gonna I was be like, me. I'm going to run an Ironman, dude. I was like, I'm going to run a fucking Ironman <laughs> here in about a year's time. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I get so, like, I'm watching videos. I'm looking up gear. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I'm about to buy this $300 triathlon suit. And uh, I don't know. I just got so into it. And then, like, I was going. I was doing good. I was learning how to swim. Because, like, you might think you know how to swim, but you don't know how to swim until you're actually trying to swim. Yeah. Well, I assume you grew up 
in ponds. Yeah, and I was swimming pools. Like I can swim, no big deal. Yeah. What was your first day swimming like, dude? It was t- like I was like, yeah, I can, you know, I can swim. And then we were actually trying to swim. I was like, dude, I can't swim. I can't swim worth a damn. For the first day, we were all in the pool. I am a terrible swimmer. Like, right. Okay. Still learning all this other stuff. But I was getting into a good groove and all mm-hmm. that. And we're all out there training. And you're going back and forth, back and forth. And Justin is like about to drown because of how hard he's laughing. Yeah, dude. Because and we've all been, and I'm saying everybody, I'm not like, it was I just. I feel like I'm flapping. You're working so hard and you're getting nowhere. Well, it's just, coming up. it was just first day and he comes up and like is ready to catch you yeah. as, as you resurface. Because he he was like, you you went back down. You were like, but here's the thing. I mean, you would get back and you're so tired and you would just dive right back in. It was like. We're going to lose uh, our first employee, like from a, a drowning accident. Dude, yeah, and I was like die. trying to breathe out your nose. You're like breathing in the water. You're like, oh my god. And you're in the deep end. You're like, fuck. It's like then you have like old Jim Bob next to you, just like cruising. And it's like Jesus. Like well, I mean, I kind of decently got the hang of it. And I was, I was like, we were in a swing. We were in a, we were in a good swing. We were like, you know, doing the what, what do we call it on Wednesdays? The we'd swim, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had break a days. Brick. Brick on Wednesdays, and it was like, you know, run yeah, Monday, dude, swim Tuesday. It was like Tuesday, full steam break, ahead, and, and, then, and then, like, you know, I lose the hobby. Like I stopped, like, the hobby. I'm like, I, hey, I started was, doing projects, and I'm like. This was prior to triathlon that you lost yeah, the hobby? Yeah, it was like a month before the triathlon. I didn't do shit. All right, timeline. We're now 30 days out. We have been doing great, and we have stopped completely. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I mean, it was like. Okay. And I just kept getting discouraged too because you'd have like a, a twig, 12, like a six year old, just like huffing past you, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I don't want to go on anymore. <laughs> I'm like, such a loser. Yeah. So, all right, let's speed forward to like a week prior. What's going on in your head a week before? We've we've paid for the event. Yeah. We went to the, the pre dealio, whatever. We're a week well, out. A week before, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, this is going to be cake because it's like you're running this, you're swimming this. Never once before did I even think to try to bike, run, and swim all in the same day. Like I, I have a, I had a mountain bike that I was riding, and I was like, because when we all went, I was like, well, mountain bike, so you know you can do that in a triathlon. All the guys at the bike shop were like, no, no, no you can't. And I was like, well, you kind of, you know, do it right. And he's like, no, no you should probably go with this bike. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but dude, mountain biking looks really freaking cool. And you know what my next hobby was? I was doing. You can ask Haley. I was like going yeah three times a weekend watching videos. We got the text. I wrecked my bike on Petty Jean Mountain. I was like, full on mountain bike. I was like, happened? dude, I'm running like I was going crazy on like I was going like you know, three times a weekend. And I, that's what I was doing. So at least I was kinda in shape from doing that. Right. But dude, like I mean I wore I was a dumbass. I wore my bike shorts as my swim shorts and those absorbed the water, so you're dragging a diaper behind you. And then I'm riding my mountain bike, and I was just like, "Oh man, that's not fucked up." <laughs> All right, so so well, hang on, don't don't jump ahead. We're we're <clears throat> all right. So we we've hit a week, right? And yeah. I, I think we're all like a little stressed out. We leave the day of, and I will tell my side of the story. We are in the truck. We're like, "All right, who's gonna split up?" Like, "All right, Jordy's got the rack on the back of his truck. We're gonna put all the bikes in Jordy's truck." Steve's going to take his, we'll divvy up, and we'll go. And this whole thing, we're in Little Rock. This whole thing is happening down in Texas. Like, no big deal. It's the St. Patrick's Day triathlon, whatever. And uh, so we head out, and we get like an hour down. I think it was about an hour down. Yeah. An hour down the road. And uh, I mean, we're just cruising. We're chilling, listening to podcasts, whatever. And all I hear from right here is, fuck, damn it, damn it. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I was like, Jordy, what is, like, is the car on fire? Are we, like, what is happening? What is actually, happening? yeah, my truck actually did break down. Oh, way. yeah, Funny. let's not forget. Guess what, I forgot to change my oil, so. And the guy's like, yeah, you're, uh, these five O's, man, they don't like going past. And I was like, oh, Yeah, shit, you ran dude. far over an oil change halfway yeah, down to like Texas for a triathlon. Change. Yeah, yeah, so we have to stop somewhere and get yeah. a stupid expensive oil change. Yeah. I hear this explosion from right beside me. I'm like, what is going on? And Jordy goes, headed to a triathlon. <laughs> I left my shoes. <laughs> so, 
So how did we leave our shoes? Dude, I, I mean, I had like the bag, this blue Nike bag was like my bag. Right. That I took whenever we were all all doing the thing. And I can't remember what. I wore my uh I wore my shoes. I think I wore it to go mountain biking, honestly. And I just didn't have them. Just did not have them. I was like, damn it, dude. Yeah. And I was contemplating, I was like, should I really go into a store just for this triathlon and buy a three hundred dollar pair right. of hookers? So so we're yeah, I think we were going through the checklist. It was you, me up front, Edgar was in the back, it was like, Okay, everybody has their yeah. their running belt, whatever. Yeah, that's has, the thing. I probably didn't even realize I left my shoes until someone was like, Do you have your shoes? <laughs> Did you bring your shoes to your no. event that you have to run at? And I was like, All right, let's go through the checklist one more time. Everybody obviously we got the bikes, we're looking at them in the rearview mirror, praying they don't fall off. Check. Everybody got your swim gear, check. You got your running belt thing for your number, check, blah blah blah. We get to the shoes, Jordy explodes. So then what's the game plan from there? I was like, you know what? I've seen Alex rocking the Walmart specials before. Hey, well. Alex looks really good in the Walmart specials. The These are the Target so we, specials. Yeah, so we went to, I was like, dude, we're just going to go to Walmart. I was like, I found a, a, the deli chicken rocks there anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to get some popcorn chicken. And I found, like, they looked pretty sweet. And, like, so I found these, no brand. They had laces, but they, like, slip on. Yeah. And they had, like, the, I think they were supposed to be, like, a fake, like, Nike free or like Adidas, uh, yeah. whatever that squishy stuff. Edgar would know he's king Adidas. Yeah, he is. And like, uh, well, I'm just I'm gonna pick these up. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you and back up just a second yeah. because prior to this, you were running in a pair of, uh, uh, what were they? It was I think Justin was like, here, just just try, oh yeah, try Just, these. Justin was like, man, I don't really like these, but the brand's really good. They're probably better, you know, than anything right. you're running in right now. And they were good, like the Hoka's, dude. They, Hoka's, I think Hoka's. that's how you pronounce it. That's I'm what it was. But Dude, they they were awesome, awesome running shoes, and that's what I was running in, you know, leading up whenever we were on our little, uh, you know, Ironman kick, and I was like taking it serious for a couple. Yeah, weeks. dude, the awesome shoes. All right, so now we're picking up those, and what's the game plan moving forward? So I was like, I want to pick these up, and like I just know <laughs> as soon as I say that I forget my shoes, Steve and Justin be like, ah, you know, not to get on, you know, of course you would forget your shoes, you know. So I was like, I'm gonna get these shoes, and just I came up with a dumbass name. I think it was like the Plymouth. I came up with there the fake. I I came up with a fake company and everything. I was like, these are the Plymouth Sevens. I was the like, Plymouth dude, I saw a sevens. cool YouTube video. This guy recommended to me. He said, Hoka's suck compared to these. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to get these. No, it, you told me, you're like, all right. You hopped in and you're like, here's the game plan, guys. <laughs> like, you had this whole game plan laid out. You're like, these are called the Plymouth Sevens. It was an MIT. I remember. It was an MIT dropout. Yeah. And he was trying to make a living, so he came up with a pair of running shoes. He called yeah. Plymouth Sevens. Yeah. I bought in on the Kickstarter. You had this whole thing planned <laughs> yeah. out. I bought yeah. it on the Kickstarter. They aren't live yet, and that's how Justin's not going to know. Yeah. <laughs> they aren't live yet, but I still got my pair in because I'm one of the, the backers in the Kickstarter. Yeah, okay? I was like, yeah. okay, cool. I'm behind you, man. So you're coming out of the store. You've got the, the Walmart All-Stars, uh-huh. and they look great. They really do look. No, they actually I mean, do look cool. They look awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I guess that's just because they were clean. And yeah. so we get to the event. It's game day. We got the game day buzz. Everybody's mm-hmm. super excited. It's early in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's still dark. We roll up. We're getting our gear and all that stuff. We feel cool. I was personally very subconscious. I was like, yeah. "Are we going to be the only loser showing up in like, you know, tri suits and all the stuff?" And everybody's yeah. going to be showing up in like shorts and stuff. Like, look at the losers on their first time. Yeah. I was very happy that everybody else was. Oh yeah, yeah. People somewhere. were serious about it. Yeah, there were some intense people there. Um, all right, so we'll we'll blast through the event. Um, event happens. We are all lined up back to back to jump into the pool. Pool starts, so you swim, then you then you bike, and then you run. Yeah. Uh, we're all lined up back to back, and uh, I remember for for mine. I mean, we had the guy in front, right? I mean, just a room full of people, mm-hmm. kind of you know, game day hype. Everything's going on. Uh, remind me playing back in the day, you know, the game day buzz sort of a deal. Like, no, you're not going to be the best of the best, but you still have that like competition thing. Yeah, and. Uh, and right before we jump in, I got the guy right in front of me, and Justin's the one right behind me. And he like creeps up. Of course, Justin's the one taught me how to swim and all this other stuff. He's like, "I'm gonna be right on your ass. You better swim, boy." <laughs> oh, God. He's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> so I jump in. I freaking I miss the deal. I was like, you "Don't be the idiot that jumps in too far, and then you got to yeah. do the stupid flounder thing and you yeah, get going yeah. and get in your groove and all that." So 
what do I do? I jump way too far. I don't get to push off. I'm like mm-hmm. breathing water right off the bat. I've got like my goggles are half filled with water. I'm like, this is, I'm going to die here. So jump in. And the only thing that's going through my head is Justin can't catch me. He cannot catch me. And so I'm, I'm going through the water and I'm just like, I got this. I've been swimming for like freaking three months prior to this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, and Alex is an actual dolphin. Like whenever he swims, it's, it's no sound. Silent, super silent. So people can't hear my silent screams under the water. Uh, and I feel something right there. And I'm like, there's no way <laughs> Justin just caught up to me because there's a good 15 second delay between divers. There's no way. Turns out it was somebody else. And mm. it was, anyway. So I'm, I'm running from Justin through this whole entire thing. Uh, so we get through it. I can assume you guys are right there, right behind me and all no, that. No, I wasn't. Yeah, y'all were. I, I went out of the deal, slipping and sliding on all the tile, like about to pass out. I, I mean, mean, I had to come up. I had to come up once. I was like, fuck. Like, I was with me and Bertha were chilling on the, on the rope. Bertha. I was like, oh, shit, dude. This is the first event. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. You, you can't underestimate it. I was like, come on, Bertha. We got to go. We have to make it to the end. We can't just be sitting here. Bertha. Yeah, there were a bunch of Berthas yeah. out there. Yeah, I think I, I mean, oh, Edgar was gosh. kicking my ass, and Edgar was like behind me. <laughs> yeah, I think the Ed- Cobra caught up to you. Yeah, Edgar was really supportive. He's like, "Come on, Jordy." <laughs> he's like, he's through strokes. Come on, Jordy. Ed- Edgar's the guy Come you're on, like, man. oh, dude. Yeah, Edgar went. If we went to war, Edgar went. Oh, go to war, but Edgar he's our like guy like dragging you out of the mud, like God, go on, soldier. You're like, I'm scared. Like that's how it was. That's how it yeah. felt in the water. Because like, because like, we were in the. Uh, you know, the second division, right. you know, the first division, you have guys like Olympic suits. Us, you know, we have all walks of life, you know, people, I don't even think we're human <laughs> in that thing. And we were just like going and there's like people just flashing around. You're like, Jesus, what is this? <laughs> what are we like, in? So like, I see Edgar's like, come on, Jordy. Come on. Like, yeah. Okay. Sorry, that's I, just see, how it was, I see why we are yeah, where we, we are. Wild, yeah. All right. So I don't know about you, but I get out. I mean, it's in a new environment and temperature is different the lights are different it's a double length pool so you don't have mm-hmm. that nice break and all this other stuff yeah well, that's another thing we're used to uh, the, the 25 meter <clears throat> right the, yeah no break because usually 50 in like training you know i say we were doing good like my training in the pool like i would go to the other end like come over like <sighs> you know, and then push off the wall like 10 meters and then you start going <laughs> this like here i was like dear god <laughs> how long is this pool <laughs> Like, holy crap. It was so, yeah. <laughs> I think that my lane is longer than yeah. everyone else's. I got to the end, and I was seeing stars on the first lap. I mean, I was, like, I was stressed out. Yeah, dude, because, like, you, you're the adrenaline of them, whatever. I don't yeah. even, it wasn't even a gun or the little buzz. Like, I mean, you just, like, black out, and you're going, and you're like, <laughs> heart rate's already up, and oh, my God, dude. Yeah, and we have been trying to do, like, the math training and all this other stuff. That yeah. just completely went out the window. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, we get done with the pool swim. We're all relatively kind of close to each other, right? And uh, we we leave. We're like slipping and sliding through the tile, hoping we don't pass out on the way to the bikes. We get to the transition zone, get all of our gear on, and we take off. So swim, then bike. Get on your bike. Gosh, I was I was like, it's a bicycle. It's a bicycle. Mm-hmm. I rode twice, officially twice before the competition. At least you had been doing the freaking mountain well, biking. And when, I, when I got on my bike, like, um, like when I'm going mountain biking, I'm going down, I'm in my last gear, I'm like, dude, I'm hauling ass. Like, I need to slow down. But whenever I was on the road and when I was in last gear, I was like, oh, my God, pedal. Like, it, it just felt so different. Not, I don't. I mean, I don't know how it would be different if I had a different bike, but it was just like, right. this is, not, this is yeah. not it, dude. I was – I. I was baffled by how much wind was coming past me and how out of breath I was. So, like, how can I have the world of air coming at me and I am about to just... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not... Yeah, because, like, I mean, that's kind of how, like, Oklahoma is, like, way less trees, no windbreak. You got... There's one direction that's really awesome and there's one direction that <laughs> sucks. sucks ass. Yeah, so we, we get going with the bike. Unfortunately, Justin, who has, like, careened through everybody at this point... He's mm-hmm. like, keep up with me, buddy. I was like, screw you. And he just goes right yeah. past me on the bike. I'm like, there's no way I can keep up. No way. I pass him on the side. Like, he has stopped. And I'm like, slowing down. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? I was like, idiot. What else could be going on? He's got a problem of some yeah. kind. And he's like, man, I had a flat. Just keep going. Keep going. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, keep going. Keep going. I was like, okay, cool. I'll die 50 yards past you. 
and and we're going. I don't know if you guys passed him or not. Yeah, I passed. I think by the time like people kept asking, like, "Dude, are you okay?" And like when I was like, "Justin, what's going?" He's like, "Nope, nope, <laughs> keep no, going, keep going." Like, yeah. Um, he would have demolished us. Um, so we get we get done with the bike. You know, you you end up back where you were uh-huh. somehow. You put your bike up and then you start going, and everybody's so supportive. You know, come on, come on, start running. You yeah. got this. You got this. like yeah. I'm gonna die. So we start running. And that's when Plymouth Johnson over here starts uh, starts his run. So, so how how did the shoes? Yeah, uh, I mean, they're like straight like plastic. I mean, you could get like the toe. I mean, I don't know. I was like, this is you get bad. done with this run. I saw the shoes when you came in, yeah. and you were like, we were in the truck in the Walmart parking lot. And you're like, check these out. I think these will work. They look good. Your exact words were. <laughs> your words were. There's no branding. This will work perfect for my yeah, idea. That's why I got them too, because it was just sleek. Right. Nothing. And that's where the whole Plymouth thing yeah. came up from. Your treads were probably this thick when you started. I'm pretty sure those classifies yeah, as slippers when you when Dude, you they're got just done. like they're like hockey pucks, basically. Like <laughs> I was wearing them today, just walking around the house. I was like, These Oh, are... you still have them? Yeah, I was wearing them today moving because nice. we were packing up all our shoes and I was like, I just need some, you know, piece of crap, you know. I mean they still look kinda they still look nice because they're still kind of new, but like Yeah. I mean, they're just not. I'm sorry, Walmart. I mean, <laughs> sorry, guys. If you're in a pinch, you'll drop the ball. Great shoes, but I mean, they work. Right. So, I, w- I will preface this again. Circling back, we're done at Walmart. We get to Texas. We're checking into the hotels. Yeah. This whole other ordeal and all that. We're now collectively getting into the elevator, and we oh. already have most of our stuff except the Plymouth shoes. Yeah. Jordy somehow has managed to stay on the opposite side of Justin this entire time, and you're like. You know, yeah, shoes behind right your back. This whole thing. We're all in an elevator, like cutting eyes at each other. You're like, have these shoes as far down well, in the elevator like, as you can. Like, ju- like Justin and Steve are like two people that you almost cannot lie to because they're made to. They've been reading human psyche for <laughs> twenty years, and so they know how to sell you. You know, like sell you this pen. You need this. They can do that. And so, like, I was so scared. Like, Justin's like, "Whoa, where's your shoes?" It's like, oh, these are. My cool Plymouth. <laughs> you can't sell it. You right. can't sell it on us. I'm like, I'm so I, I so, don't want to get psyched out. So I was completely avoiding like in the elevator. I was just like scooting over. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, scooting everywhere. So no yeah. one has ideas other than our vehicle of the shoe situation, all the way to the end of the race. Yeah. And I think that was actually what was driving me to the end. It was not winning. It was not finishing. It was just mm. figuring out the end of the Plymouth story. So we finish the race. Justin's there, you know. Hey, come on, you know, taking pictures and yeah. all this other stuff. We finish up. It's like I can't wait for Jordy to get here. I can't wait for Jordy <laughs> to get here. I don't remember who came in at what point, but eventually Jordy comes through the finish line, rocking the freaking Plymouth. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be so good. So we grab our bananas and our cookies, you know, because we've accomplished some amazing feat. Oh yeah, muffins. Like we probably ended up burning like <laughs> two hundred calories. We're like, we deserve we this. A, we took it a thousand. Seven hundred calorie muffin. <laughs> yeah. The cupcake. Yeah. So we finish up and we're all kind of like huddling, powwow, high five, and everything's great. Yeah. And Justin's like, dude, nice shoes. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, dude, those shoes look good. He's like, what? what are you you, we make eye contact for like, like half a second. Shit. I'm like, <laughs> we almost made it out. I, I don't know if you saw it. I tried to give you the, like, a. Like, I'm going to rock with the, with the story. I got you. We're going to rock the story. <laughs> well, actually, it was kind of like, yeah, Jordy, tell them what they are. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Alex. I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, he's like, those look sweet. And I was like, where, where's your? I was like, yeah, they're Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're what? I was like, Plymouth. <laughs> you, you held to it for like a whole 30 seconds. And he was like, but I could tell in his eyes, he was like, he was there's, no, there's no way. He was like, cool. Yeah, I need to get a pair. I get like you know, just oh well, man, those it, awesome. It was kind of like underwhelming because he was like, oh yeah, those are cool, and I was just like, dang it, I was like, I forgot you, my shoes. You folded immediately. <laughs> yeah, Race day, we're yeah. surrounded by people, and you're like, I left my shoes. Yeah, and, of course, everybody just laughed, and it was it was no big deal. But it sure made for a compelling deal. I almost drowned in the pool, died on the bike, keeled over on the run, but the Plymouths kept me going because I had to know. Where the story was going to end. Yeah, and I thought we were out of the co- home stretch. I was like, dude, I've crossed the finish line. No one's even noticed my freaking my kicks out on my feet. I wonder if other people, too, are looking at I was like, what's that guy wearing? What's that guy wearing? It's so I can't hear him over the loudness of his shoes. It's just so bad. 
Oh yeah. man, the Plymouths. I'm glad to know that the Plymouths live on. Yeah, you can get them for $15 at Walmart. This episode sponsored, brought to you by <laughs> Plymouth Shoes, exclusively at Walmart. The M- MIT genius. <laughs> the MIT dropout. Yeah. He started a shoe Kickstarter. Uh, it was so good, and I was behind you all the way. It was awesome. All right. I I thought this was going to be like 30 minutes, and I think we went for like over- Yeah, how long has it been? Over an hour. hour I don't know. All right. As tradition, you must write your name upon the tape. It is easier to do it while it's still on the roll. Oh, yeah. You got to put the date and yep. the- just, oh, yeah. just so uh, mimic the bottles. Okay. Peel it oh, off. I stick it on. I didn't actually buy this. Oh no! It's uh, brought to us by our sponsor, Bo. Bo, thank Carl you, Bo, West. for my my guess. Was I was actually going to use these two little? I mean, can you grab which? Those? Which was also. These were gifts from Bo. I was just going to be like, this would be kind of funny if we just each had like a little thing. <laughs> we should shotgun them right now. You want to? I actually yeah. wanted to try this. Well, open it up. Give it a go. Frankly, organic. Grapefruit and cinnamon. This is peach. I don't it know. actually feels like. How, how well? How much is yours? This is uh, like size wise. Fifty mils. <laughs> yep, fifty mils. Okay. I'm at thirty two percent alcohol. This looks a lot bigger. This is. These are both fifty mils. Yeah, it says fifty milliliters ml. Are you pulling a Plymouth right now? <laughs> <laughs> I talked to my good buddy, the MIT dropout. Yeah, let's go for it. Come on. Okay. Can't be that bad. Be a proper send off. I wish we could do the things where we cross arms. Too far for that. It's literally a shot. Mm-hmm. Tasty. That was more than a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, write your name on the deal. We oh, yeah. uh, we went to the bike ride story. That's awesome. All right, it's going up on the shelf. Oh, dude, we get to start a new line or add to the. All right, the only thing we have to do is get the official sign-off, which is, and that's a wrap, and we clink. Thanks for being on, brother.